Joining us today is Daria Volopianova. Daria is the co-founder of the Thought Leadership Academy. She is also a two-time TEDx speaker and best-selling author. Her mission is to support rising thought leaders and ambitious coaches to create a sustainable business around their knowledge. Daria takes her clients from making a living as a coach to expert status and from expert to thought leader. Hola creators, I'm Jacinia Bocaneira, founder of Focus and Bloom Studios. I'm a photographer turned marketing strategist who took a leap of faith, moved over 3,000 miles away from home with one camera and one heavy suitcase filled with dreams. If you're a creative soul and dream maker, this podcast is for you. Here I share actionable tips and tactics on marketing, business, and mindset to help you grow and up-level your business with purpose and lots of joy, one action item at a time. Get comfortable and let's get started. This is the Focus and Bloom Podcast. Hi, Daria. Well, how are you? Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have somebody here to talk about mindset and thought leadership because we need that. It's it's something that we need as entrepreneurs. And, and before we dive into it, I would love for you to share a little bit about you with our audience and then we can go into our, our interview. Absolutely. So you already gave a really good, you know, summary of what I do, but the reason why I do it is maybe interesting is because I've been working, uh, I'm a co-founder with my partner. We've been a couple for 10 years, running company together for nine years and our own need to share our knowledge and, you know, find a way to create a sustainable business around our knowledge came about four years ago where we were having a training center and he got invited to speak at a TEDx. He speaks 12 languages. I speak five. And we were having a language, um, you know, psychology method about developing language learning. And we're living in France and we got stuck because we got so many people joining us and we didn't know how to scale. We didn't know how to make it sustainable. We only need how to do one-on-one coaching and, Anything we found didn't felt right. It felt like going to become the, imprisoned in our own company because the, the solutions were you get an office, you get trainers, you get this and that. But I would become a micromanager for my own company and not actually be out and teach that I love doing the most and, you know, facilitate. So my own need to find a way to share my knowledge, my my skills, my expertise with bigger, broader audiences impact more people was the reason why I created this. So it's really about, you know, many times why we do something is also interesting. And I think that's, for me, it has a really core, core mission of, I was struggling two years to find a solution to scale and grow. And this is, it took me really, you know, doing a big shift to get here. Um, but now that I'm doing this, the most important work I've ever done. Awesome, Daria. So can you tell us a little bit about thought leadership? Absolutely. So as I see it is that all of us, we have some experience in our lives, some knowledge that we have, something that we have overcome or understood that helped us to get a breakthrough, get some experience to get to kind of the next level ourselves. Either it's personal or professional, doesn't really matter. But we have learned something that helped us to make things easier, smoother, better somehow. And that is our secret recipe. And what I believe is that the secret recipe should not be kept for ourselves. Because if you, for me, myself, like I was mentioning before, it took me almost two years to find the right people to help me create a business where I felt that I could really impact, but still be myself and really do what I love the most. 
it should not take two years to find that person. Whatever that is that you're doing, if you have something that you can share with this world, if you have some experience, why would you keep it for yourself? Why would you limit yourself to not also expand and understand, oh, what is it that I can, you know, how can I put this into words? How can I put that into a framework, a method? And I call it a thought leadership asset, some, some type of book or a course or something that someone else can pick up and just go from there and say, wow, in one week, in one month, in six months, I can get there much faster. So I think that's super important today. That's thought leadership. Absolutely. And especially now that it is so easy to share content, whether that is video, whether that that is podcasting like we're doing right now, um, it is really at the top, at the tip of our hands. And it's just, and I'm sure people, there's so many people that have so much knowledge to share and before didn't quite know how to do that. It's really at the top of, uh, at the tip of your hands right now. Um, Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So, okay. So as, as a, as we're talking about entrepreneurship and and thought leadership, um, something that is very common is in creative entrepreneurs and by creative, I'm saying anybody (laughs) is, can I, is that question that that sometimes pops up and it's like, am I worthy to, can I do this? Mm -hmm. We call it, it, you know, it's called imposter syndrome. Like, Am I really worth it? Would people hear me out? Like, can you, what are some practical tips we can do to shift that men, that mindset uh, and, and get clear of that mental block? Well, there's so much we can do about it. And that's one of the first things that is limiting so many people. So one thing, first thing to realize is that you are not alone. Everybody has imposter syndrome. Every, no matter what level we talk about, you always have an imposter syndrome. Why? Because you're always, if you want to grow, and if you, we all want to grow because life is growing, we're always in the moment where we don't have the experience. So either we get to a place where we are not moving and that is not comfortable because that's not going to make you expand as a person. Or, but if you're always trying to learn, maybe learning how to do a podcast or going on a stage or, you know, launching your, your, your business, you're always going to feel a bit of an imposter. So just realizing that first that you, oh, that's a natural state. It's a natural state to be in. Now, what can we do about it? There is one thing I did when I started speaking on stage in about 2016. I did my first TEDx. That was my second speaking um, engagement. The first one, I, it was 50 people. My boyfriend's bike broke down and I was alone in the room. And I was like, I cannot do this, you know? And this all eyes were staring at me and my, my throat was just like killing me. And I was so scared. And then the second time was basically the TEDx because I got booked as a speaker and I had 200 people in the audience. I, wanted, I just wanted to cry. And, you know, knowing that people are going to record that session as well. So what I did and what Sebastian, my partner, who's a speaker coach, um, taught me was it's never about you. If you can shift the perspective and forget yourself and you, you just say that my only, my only goal Whenever I'm speaking, whenever I'm sharing, whenever I'm teaching, whenever I'm, I'm, you know, I'm getting out there with an audience, a group of people or participants, one-on-one, whatever you're doing, it's never about you. It's always about the person in front of you. And when you're doing this podcast, it's not about me. It's about what can we create as a great support for the audience. And if you forget yourself, if you forget your ego, then 
everything disappears because you're so focused on creating value. You're so focused on helping others that there's no such thing as fear or, you know, nothing because you're feeling if I can only help one person in the audience or one person through my coaching or from my podcast. And if I can just impact one person's life, it was worth all of it. And with time, when you start doing that, when you start to be so much in service, what will happen is that naturally people will start to reach out to you and maybe share a, you know, a message and say, hey, I listened to this podcast or I saw your, you know, your TEDx or I listened to this and that. And it, it, it gave me this and this you know, support to, to push through and do my own podcast or you know, push through and get on the stage. And then what I do is that I collect them. I collect those messages. And um, it comes. There is a concept in the Mind Valley University developed. It's called sugar cubes, and I call them sugar cubes. It's not. It was not made up by me. But uh, what I like about it is that I put them in a folder, and it's not about you know creating testimonials all over the the web. It's for me. So whenever I feel down and I just feel like I have this imposter syndrome, I go to this folder on my computer and I just check those messages, and it feels like okay, it's not about me. It's about them. And I remember and I forget myself. And then it really helps me to kind of connect with that feeling of service, feeling of providing value. So that is something that's really easy to do, starting to collect those, you know, sugar cubes that you can come back to whenever you feel like, oh, everything is not working and all that. That um, is so cool. And like such a such a fun thing to do as well. It's like old letters that you then this, rediscover them yes. every now and then. Oh, that's so Cool. I want to start doing it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like this this boost that you might need, and you you you're worth it all. It's people have you know if someone took the time to write you that, and you know take the time to go through that and actually reach out to you. How scary is that? You know when you you think about it, that's a gift. They took the time to to acknowledge you and your work and your you putting yourself out there and you know being there out of service and out of helping others and providing value so it's a gift now you have to take it in that's another thing we are like yeah but it's they are saying that because this and this and that no they're saying that because they're saying that take it in it's like it's take it in and that's something that we need to practice you know gratefulness for for those comments and another thing that i want to add is um when you post a syndrome sometimes when it can also have to do with your how you take care of yourself. I would really say that self-care is a really important part of imposter syndrome and how to deal with that. If you're always on social media and you're checking others' accounts and, you know, this podcast has so many views and listeners, this person just got this six-figure business and blah, blah, blah. You're feeling like, I'm just starting and I have five people on my webinar. Why? You know, and you're just feeling so, so imposter. Get yourself out, getting out in nature, go and meet your friends, go around in an environment where you feel empowered because social media can break you or it can be a super, it's a tool. It just, how are we going to use it? Are we going to be on it until we feel bad and crap and, you know, depressed or are we going to use it just, we are in control of how we are using it. Don't let it control you. And when you go there and go out in the real world and go for a walk or meet with your family and get on the call with your best friend, then you're starting to feel yourself and you're feeling better. That's wow. The, this portion here is gold because for so many things, like, first of all, you know, you, 
if people, whenever somebody's starting to maybe make that decision of creating a podcast, creating something new, business yeah. podcast, a video, something, um, and imposter syndrome comes in, the thing to realize is that while there are many other podcasts out there, there are many other businesses similar in the same industry, for example, nobody will share the expertise. Nobody will will create the experience as you would do. Mm. So it might be the same concept of, let's say, coaching, for example, or public speaking, but nobody will will present, project, share, and, and create the experience like you would do. Only yeah. you can do that. Absolutely. And also, it's your energy. So a lot of people are doing... You know, you can do the same thing. You can do exactly the same thing, but the energy is not the same. And some people will resonate with you and they will get it in the way you explain it and the way you're teaching or sharing. And some people will connect with the other one. That's just completely normal. So it's your energy as much as your experience. Yes, and you, the key word is connection. It's, we're mm. building connections. It's a, mm. Business is about building relationships and connections, like authentic connections. Absolutely. Awesome. Oh, I love this. <laughs> the way you think uh, has a long-term effect on your business, for sure. What are some steps to becoming a thought leader uh, as we're thinking in the long run? Absolutely. So great question. I mean, there's so many things you can do, of course, but I, I try to get the first three steps really to get started. Wherever you are, whoever is listening to this, this episode, Wherever you're starting, the first thing you need to do is to start with the vision, the real why. You need to get a bigger macro level idea of what's the direction you're taking. And the vision, I usually do a 10-year vision, and I'm happy to share that PDF if you want uh, with your audience. It's a 10-year vision. It's an easy document. takes me half of a day, and we do that with my partner almost for four or five years now, every six months. And we revisit that vision which is not the plan it's a feeling and the feeling is what do I want to create how do I want to feel how do I want to empower others and I just really go into the details of how do I want to be in that world in 10 years what can I create if I expand myself if I do the you know if I cannot fail what can I create in this world so that is the first thing I do when I look into thought leadership I look into if I can really see bigger if I just don't stop in like now in the upcoming six months, but 10 years, what could happen? What could be, you know, that expansion of my idea and my impact? That would be the first thing. Then when I have a better idea of that feeling, I look into the upcoming three years. And here I look into becoming obsessed. I become obsessed with one word. And that word can be an umbrella topic. It can be something that, you know, englobes several words, but it should be something big enough for you to be obsessed for the upcoming three years. And why did I say three years? Is because if you take in something too small, by the time you create momentum, you will be already be bored talking about it. So you need to create enough space for yourself to also grow in that space so for me for instance thought leadership is such a big topic that I can talk about it day and night we can talk about the mindset we can talk about the strategy we can talk about different stages of your thought leadership there's so much to talk about that I will not get bored I can talk about it for three years in the, and I will create enough momentum around my 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 mission because I will be talking about it and people will start to learn about it 
The problem is that when we do like, oh, I want to talk about, you know, something, we get excited about something new. Like now I'm going to become an expert in this. And then you're, you're bored after six months because, you know, you didn't have the patience. So getting obsessed, getting monomaniac for three years on one word is an amazing way to create momentum and create that, you know, that acceleration that you need. Um, and the last thing is learn to create assets. So thought leadership assets. What I mean by that is that you want to take your ideas and get them out of your head. And so they can be reused by people in either a five minutes talk or 10 minutes talk or 20. If you took look talk about, you know, TEDx or something like that, or uh, one one week or one month course, or maybe a six month group coaching, or maybe one year program with, you know, with companies, how can you expand that? How can you expand that idea that it can be reused when you are not there? So you need to learn to kind of de-associate your presence and the idea that is living without you. That's really important that you start to create enough impact even when you're not there. So doing a podcast is a great way because people can listen to that and they can learn about it even when I when I'm not there. Or if, if you're on YouTube, if you're um, if you're creating, if you're speaking on stage and you're having recordings, if you have an online course, anything that will allow people to go back and learn your method, your ideas, even when you're not there. So those are the three things. Maybe I can just sum them up because there's a lot of in it. Yeah, that would, that would be great. So vision, getting 10-year vision and three years obsession on one word. And the last thing would be to create assets, thought leadership assets that can live without you. That's awesome. Oh, I love this. I think we can definitely continue the conversation (laughs) for like very long. I love this topic. Oh my gosh. So, okay. We're talking about long terms and we're all in the positive mindset, obviously, Mm -hmm. but they are things that can feel like setbacks, things that we're not, that we didn't plan for, like a pandemic, for example. So we we probably started 2020 with these like amazing goals and then bam, Mm. COVID-19 came in or just something, something came in that sort of feels like a setback in setback towards to your to your plan. So how can we maintain that thought leadership mindset during these setbacks? Like how can we switch it again? Okay, great question. So absolutely first thing, again, let's come back to, it's never about you. You know, thought leadership can sound like a buzzword sometimes, and it's never about you. It's about the impact and leverage of your message and that other people can actually, you know, use it and they get access it and they can get better lives in the world no matter way you want to create you know nutrition or you know business or family anything anything really it's about the why come back to the big why and think that in 10 years time if this is a six months period it's not so much of your life and it's about thinking bigger and saying okay i'm just this is not going to be a setback because it's only a small part of the bigger goal so if you start to see long term and you start to see that this is just part of how can i create more uh, stability and sustainability for my mission for instance for us we have 
three group coaching programs and two online courses. So when this hit us, we also have a signature event. So we have a five-day event that we were supposed to, to, to host. And of course, we had to cancel it and fly back to Europe. Um, so that was kind of, you know, that kind of sucks when you think about it. But it, I took two weeks to kind of, you know, lay in bed and like, oh, and I feel sorry for myself. So come back to self-care. I needed that. I needed that. I needed to kind of feel like, Okay. And then I got back up and I said, okay, what can I do right now that is going to serve my community even better? So I created a new group coaching, which is highly, highly implementation, 90 days. Like I'm going to handhold you through this crisis. And I took all my clients and I took all my community. And that's what I'm doing. Like my full focus right now is one of our, you know, of course we run all the three programs, but that one was like, this is, a short-term solution for my vision because this is what my community reads right now. So I came out as an actor and I remember my mission and I said, I, they need me right now. So I needed two weeks to kind of be for myself. But then I got back up and say, now it's not the time to step back on my mission. Now I need to double down on my impact and leverage and I need to be there for my community and my clients. So I've been really active, you know, really hand holding them through the process of like there's we are going to go through this together and you might feel like there are some downs and you know people are losing clients or people have to really pivot um but we are going to work through that so basically see how you can become an actor so if you see the mission and you think about okay this doesn't feel right now now okay what can you do what if there's always something that you can do and maybe it takes you some time and, you know, maybe you need to really pivot, but there is always a solution. There's always something that you can, you know, work around and get help. Absolutely. Get help. I got myself, you know, I invested in training and coaching and I got four advisors to really like get my head clear on what can I do right now? What are the actions I can take to support my business, my community? So I had to also get help. I was, I was feeling that I wasn't, clear enough in my head to what are the 90 upcoming days going to look like for my community. So I you know making sure that you're getting help for whatever you're creating, or if it's your personal life, get help, get support. Don't think that you need to be the lonely wolf going through that. That's is There's no such thing. It's all about community. So how can you create community and support? Um, so that's the first thing I would say. And with the support is the group dynamics. It's so important that you are with the right people when, when you feel like everything is going down and there is no solution. If you're around other people who think the same, you're just going to go down, down, down even more. So there are several things you can do, but one is that if you don't have access, like sometimes you say, well, Daria, I don't have friends who are, you know, empower me or my family is not empowering me. Well, Look at some ways of read something, listen to someone. Like I'm following right now, and when we're recording this, I'm following Tony Robbins' Seven Days Free Challenge. It's amazing. This guy is, he's the one of the most generous people I know. Like he was supposed to speak one hour yesterday. He spoke for three hours, wow. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and he's giving all this for free. There's no, no question about, you know, 
I don't have the money, I don't have the time. If you're feeling that you're getting stuck in your mindset, get yourself to any other place where you know you're going to get feel empowered, you're going to get boosted. No, people like Tony Robbins or, you know, Robin Sharma or any speakers. I only speak about men. There's also women. (laughs) You can look at Brittany Brown on Netflix. Amazing um, documentary. You can look at Becoming with Michelle Obama, listen to biographies, whatever that is. Like, who can I feel empowered by? You know, I'm watching the uh, on Netflix, those shows with them the NBA players and how they were like when they were training, it's, it's super empowering to see like, okay, they got, they got down, but they got up again. So seeing that and starting to see that that's the stories I'm feeding my mind with, I'm not feeding myself with other people and myself all like kind of, you know, we're all going down. I'm trying to find where can I go? What can I read? What can I listen to? Who can I speak to? Who can I surround myself with to feel that I'm actually expanding again? I really love this conversation because you're hitting us some really key points, especially that start starting with the idea is that starting with the fact that it's okay if we, if we feel like we're going up and down it's, it's, it's important that we realize that self-care is important Mm. in our entrepreneurship journey and just personal life period. Because if you can't, if you don't take care of yourself, then you won't be able to serve your audience and you won't be able to continue on that journey and that purpose that you're, that that mission, right? And if you, so I love that also the fact that you commented on getting help, whether that is a professional coach, if that's what you feel that you need, or just something that will help you kick off that or kickstart that, that creativity once again, and, and also acknowledging who you're surrounded by. Because it's all about energy. Like you Absolutely. mentioned earlier, it's, it's all about energy. If you're surrounded by negative negativity, then it's easy for you to feel drowned than opposite. And and if you feel that in your immediate physical environment, you have you don't have anybody or a group for support, there's so many online communities that are free, precisely for this. Absolutely. You can access so much and there is no, like, of course, some things cost money, but not everything. If that's your excuse of not taking action, so throw that away. It's not about the money because there's so many free stuff out there. And even, even more right now, if you look online, I mean, Tony Robbins put up a seven days free challenge. I'm just taking him as an example because the first one that came to my mind it's more than 10 hours because if you're speaking, he was planning seven hours or in total, but if you're speaking three hours per day, we don't know where, where this is going, you know, with this, but it might be 20 hours of free Tony Robbins content. And he's just one of them. It can be whoever you like to listen or, you know, who you get inspired by. It's amazing how the amount of, you know, positive podcasts that you can listen to and, you know, read books and all these things that you can access that is going to shift your mind and you're going to get back up. You know, it's, it's just amazing. And, and I, if my first part, my first TEDx is about group dynamics and that was my big shift. And if it comes to rethinking how we spend time together, it's one of the most, you know, if you start to really tap into the power of, being together, your life will change. Oh, this is amazing. Daria, I know we can continue the conversation, but we're going to go start wrapping up the interview. Before that, we do our lightning round, which is where we ask you a couple of questions, totally random. And this is just to end our interview in a fun note. Are you ready? 
I'm ready. <laughs> All right. So coffee or tea? Coffee. What's your non-superpower power? Oof. Uh, my non-superpower power is um, getting up early in the morning. <laughs> oh, that's, that's powerful. <laughs> sure. <laughs> when it comes to ketchup and fries, do you prefer ketchup on the side or on the fries? Definitely on the side. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> What's your least favorite mode of transportation? Oh, least favorite? I think those ferries that are very woggly, you know, <laughs> those are the worst. <laughs> and last but not least, how can people reach you? Well, they can, uh, well, if they're wanting to become a rising thought leader, they can join my Facebook group, um, TLA community. Probably we can share the link below. Absolutely. And uh, I would love to, you know, I'm, I'm sharing a lot of free stuff in it, the free workshops. And they can also reach out to me on LinkedIn. It's you just write dariav.com because my name is very complex. So it's just very simple. gets you straight to my LinkedIn profile. Wonderful. Dara, thank you so, so very much for sharing all this really good information for everybody here in our audience. My pleasure. I had a great time. I hope it was a value for the listeners. Take action, whatever you hear and enjoy and have a great day. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in on today's episode. If you've enjoyed this episode, go ahead and leave us a review and let us know what other things you'd like to learn and hear from us here at the Focus Emblem Podcast. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Focus Emblem Podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, Go ahead and leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback means the world and it helps others discover the show. And if you want to get your hands on more video podcasting resources, head on over to focusemblemstudios.com and check out our tools and resources for video podcasters and content creators just like you. I'll see you on the next episode.